money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money, but more heart money stuff today. More heart money stuff. This is the show where we, we talk, talk about, about the heart, heart issues, issues around, around money. money. Yes, so guess do. what? You're right on. You're right on. Awesome. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard the show before, welcome. We have a very special guest who we'll introduce in a few minutes. Um, we're just totally excited about the guest we have today yes. because um, this is... If you've heard the podcast before, you've heard us talk about the hard issues around money. This particular guest is going to introduce us to some visual um, experience of the hard but issues around money. How is that possible? Money. We're on a radio show. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we. Are you, okay. you going to like throw no, like water no, no, on no, my. No, just go. Just tell them where they can find the show. Okay, very quickly, some housekeeping, of course. If you are listening on CHRI, then you know you can get the podcast, uh, the recorded part of the podcast on chri.ca and morethanenough.ca. Uh, and then if you're listening on podcast and you've downloaded it from your favorite po- podcasting platform, um, give a like, uh, reach out and, and put a comment down. Uh, if you're on iTunes and rate us, uh, we love that. And, and that certainly brings us higher up in the ratings and that allows allows us to, to reach just a greater audience. So that's that's all the housekeeping for this morning because I am so excited to introduce and bring on the show um, Michael Belk. Welcome to the show, Michael. Hey, good to be here. So Michael is on the phone from Florida this morning, in the, although he said it was raining. Um, um, he's still in warmer warmer climates than we've been in the last few months. Um, but the, well, hang on. I mean, it, it's Good Friday. I know, but and, it's, and and it's, in, in, it's warming In Canada, up. in Good Friday, there are very few Good Fridays where the weather has been like sunny and awesome. And, you know, usually there's a little bit of um, um, cloud cover on I know, Good but we're pre-taping the show, so we don't know if it's going to be raining. I'm just today. saying. <laughs> anyway, let's we digress. So Michael Belk, um, I was introduced to Michael um, not personally, but through something creative he has done. He's a photographer, and um, I was at a retreat in Calgary actually a few months ago, and this um, his book of photographs was on the table and it's called journeys with the messiah a fashion photographer explores the modern day relevance of jesus and you open the book and inside are beautiful sepia pictures or photos sorry of of jesus in modern day settings uh, with modern day people, I should say. And if you can, and you're at home listening, you can go to journeyswiththemessiah.org, journeyswiththemessiah.org, and go on there now because you'll see what we're talking about. But we invited Michael to come because he has a, a really interesting story and we wanted him to share it today. And then we're going to talk about a couple of the f- photographs that, um, that, have touched me and me. The, uh, you know it's 
you all are wondering, well, why were we having a photographer on here to talk about this book he did? Until you actually go open the book and see what he's done. This is a, a, a book that you can take in your t- devotional quiet time with the Lord and really the Lord speaks through these photographs and the writing that Michael's done beside it. And he is depicting the Gospels, really, and what Jesus taught. Mm. And it, a lot of the photos have to do with money and possessions. So um, I have wept over some of these photos, Michael, um, because the Lord has just speaks to me um, in different ways, in different days, and and um, it's quite incredible. So I want to thank you for creating this um, book and for the photographs you've done. But Michael, let's hear about you. So can you tell us who you are and where you come from and a bit of your own financial story? Well, <laughs> there's a we lot don't of have enough time. <laughs> we don't have enough time for that with us. But the short version is, uh, you know, I grew up in a great family in Central Florida. Uh, we went to uh, we went to church on Sundays, and uh, we were all involved in choir, uh, vacation Bible school, and Sunday school. And uh, uh, I came away knowing uh, only that Jesus loves me. This I know, but in, in truth, when I left for college, I was not a follower. And I, I knew very little about him. Uh, you know, church was something on Sunday, but not, uh, even though we were a good moral family, not, not uh, something that was, was uh, part of our, our daily life. Nobody was sitting around reading the Bible. We didn't pray together or anything like that. So uh, it left the door open for, you know, for me to follow the ways of the world, uh, which I did, and, um, and, and lived it to the hilt. Mm. And, uh, I got involved in the fashion industry uh, all the way back in high school, working in a, in a great retail store and continued to do that through college, and then was fortunate enough to be hired by a top clothing company as a sales representative, uh, a company out of New York. And uh, so I was, you know, right embedded in the, in the fashion world. Uh, but during that time, I uh, became interested in photography and... Uh, one season uh, during my years with this company, I saw a way that I could use my photography to better visually uh, tell the story of of our products, and um, so I did that, and and it became successful to the point that the company called me and wanted to know what I was doing that was causing the sudden increase in sales. And, I just wow. told them that the people liked the line. I didn't tell them what I was doing because, you know, now my mind was swirling and the next thing I had resigned my my job and was off to New York knocking on doors with with my idea. And, uh, you know, it was a struggle in the beginning, but uh, essentially all I was doing was creating a portfolio of images uh, right. that salesmen could use to help visually show their lines customers and uh, a lot of that was not being done at the time but uh, it eventually took off and then it went from uh, from oh, well this is great for our salesmen but we need something that we can mail to all of our customers do you do catalogs or brochures and I said absolutely <laughs> I had no idea what they were talking about but <laughs> then I had to learn uh, you know uh, 
design and printing and color separation, the copywriting, and and so that that uh, took off, and and the quality of our work increased, and the and the level of our work increased. You know, to starting to travel to locations and stuff, whereas I'd started photographing my neighbors, mm, right. and um, so we we grew in that world, and then. One day, one of our clients uh, said, uh, you know, this we really love this, you know, what you've done for us. We'd like to take this image and run it as an ad in Gentleman's Quarterly. Do you do that? Well, wow. of course I do, and I became an ad agency. <laughs> and wow. so over the years, um, I was privileged to, uh, to help launch uh, J. Crew. Uh, we created the first catalogs for them. I was with David Chu when we launched Nautica. Wow. And I've had the pleasure of doing everything from photographing Christian Dior in Paris uh, to magazine articles in the outback of Australia. It's just been a, it was a brilliant, uh, uh, just incredible time uh, uh, and a privileged time to travel, travel the world and be on beautiful locations photographing beautiful people. Did you ever think like pinch yourself and say, how did I, like, how did this happen? I mean, you knew how it happened. You just explained it, but was it that kind of like you, were you aware of the, of, of that privilege, I guess? Um, yeah. You know, there's a statement that says too many roses and in one garden become weeds. And so there were many times that, you know, you were very excited about what you did. And if you were going to work, boy, there could be a better job. But it was work. Yeah, and, right. And uh, we always said it would have been a great business if we didn't have to have clients. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, the, it, had, it had its great side. The great side of it was the creative side of being on location, yes. creating beautiful images. Yes. And the clients, uh, you know, who had the bigger budgets that allowed us to to get the right locations, hire the best models, best hair and makeup, so forth. They they were obviously more fun more fun than the others. Yes. Um, but so, yeah, uh, there were there were many times. Uh, I remember standing on a on a mountainside on the Nepali coastline in Hawaii, having been dropped there by helicopter, hmm. and uh, and the helicopter couldn't stay; it could just hover and drop us off. And I remember being there at sundown, waiting for the chopper to come back and get me. And just thinking, wow, it just doesn't get any better than this, does yeah. it? And, and then how, how did you get from there to where we're talking today where you've you've because it's like you were were you weren't walking were you walking with the lord at that time heavens no i was probably <laughs> walking with satan um uh, no i i lived i lived a uh a, a wild life now you know the, the fashion industry is not sex, drugs, and rock and roll as movies sometimes make it. It's yeah. just a lot of good, hardworking people, and and just like any industry, you know, there there are the the, the bad players, and, and there are people who get tied up in the drug world and, and get full of themselves as as I did, not the drug world, but getting full of myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, what happened was there there was this emptiness. Mm-hmm. That no matter how good things were business wise, uh, and the places I went, when that was over, 
I was left empty. And I would come back uh, to my apartment and sometimes just have to go get on another plane and go to fill that hole in my soul. And I sensed that God was was kind of asking me, and I was kind of asking him, you expected more of me than this, didn't you? And why do I get to live that life and that guy over there doesn't have enough to eat? Why me? Is there yeah. something expected? Uh, and I and I sense God was answering my prayer by saying, uh, Michael, you know, you're such a hard-headed guy that for me to get your attention, I'll have to pull the rug out from under you uh, because you won't listen any other way. And and so he did. Uh, the year I made the most, the year I had the most, was also the year I was the most miserable. Wow. And so um, he did pull the rug out from under me, and I won't go into details of that, but I literally crashed and burned and, and went into a very dark abyss, um, the darkest darkest place I've ever been in my life and one I would not want to return to. Um, and what happened was in that abyss, uh, I, I could, it was, if I could describe it, I could look up and I could see that there was an opening at the top. There was a way out. But at the same time, there was no way out because there was nothing man-made that could come down and get me. There was no ladder, no rope, no anything mm-hmm. that could come get me. And when I realized that, that's when the panic really set in, that I cannot get myself out of this this time and it wasn't like oh i'll turn to god it was really god turned to me wow and uh in that darkness he just casually said so what now it was really kind of a humorous conversation i can't tell you that i that i saw god but the presence of god was with me at that Mm -hmm. moment Mm -hmm. and uh and it was like Okay, so what now? <laughs> you want to keep going your way, or would you like to give mine a try? No. And uh, I, had, you know, I just kind of admitted to him, boy, you know, you get, you gave me everything, and I spit in your face, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm sorry, uh, but I don't know what what my way is. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to try your way because it's got to be better than, than, than this mess that I've created here. And um, and so that was it. It was, uh, and it wasn't like okay, flip the switch, all all's good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a journey for a long time, and I remember thinking, "Boy, I'll be glad when a week or so is over and I'm out of this." And <laughs> as time went, I thought, you know, this is taking a little longer, but you know, in a couple of months, I'll be out of this. And then I started praying, "Leave me here." Yeah. I want to get it. Yeah, wow. Don't get me out of don't get me out of here in a hurry. Leave me here. You know, I'm learning. Well, and uh, as I'm listening here we are. Yeah, as I, <laughs> as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking of of people um for all kinds of reasons who might feel they're in abyss in an mm-hmm. abyss today and mm-hmm. because it's good friday um uh we reflect on on that gift when you said that 
you use that phrase about spitting in his face, you know, that's what Jesus took uh, at the cross. And for any listeners who are listening, um, there is a way out and mm-hmm. it, it isn't always a quick fix, as Michael has said. Um, and, but- and that's, a, I mean, for us, that's a bit of a recurring theme again, um, because often uh, that's why we call it falling into debt and climbing out of debt. You know, when we talk about the, this in, in relation to money um, and Michael, your, your courage to say, well, leave me here for a little bit longer I know. so I can learn something. Um, that's amazing. You know, that's that's certainly a testimony there. So, I mean, transitioning here and, and I'm just going to interject this, if if you are listening, go to journeyswiththemessiah.org. Get the pictures in front of you as you listen to the show, um, because we're going to talk about some of the pictures and, and photos. Um, or photos, yes. Um, scenes. I'm going to say scenes. scenes. Can okay. I say that, yeah, Michael? Yeah. Scenes? <laughs> so. Yeah. So, good, can, good, good description. Yes. Um, can you just tell us how you got sparked to do this project? Um, because... I mean, we could spend the whole time talking about your testimony, and I know that you have had your own financial struggles. Um, in your in the book, you write about it, what happened. Um, so I don't know if you can tie that into your call to do this this or these photographs. Sure. Uh, so uh, you know, over over a long long period of time, um, you know, I I began to grow in the Lord, uh, not at the accelerated pace I have since I started this project, but uh, in 2004, uh, my wife Cheryl and I uh, were living in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, and um, one, of the re- one of the resort developments there called Watercolor invited me to uh, open a gallery. I'd opened one just down the street before, um, and I used it as my office because I was still in the fashion business. It was, a, it was just a toy for me. Uh, you know, to, to work from and to sell some artwork and so forth. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, point is, when we were when we were building it, I said to my wife, I said, "God, this is starting to feel kind of like a like a sanctuary." You know, what mm-hmm. if we made it that? And um, what if we had, you know, you know, brought our library of books in and had wonderful, you know, music and and people could come for, you know, hang out for a moment of quiet while they're on vacation and and they could borrow our books and. And then I said, what if all of the pictures, or at least some of the pictures, you know, depicted, you know, messages of Christ, and, and these were messages that, you know, I wanted to share with other people. Um, I always believed that if, if, you know, my friends could see Jesus the way I was seeing him, that they may not uh, fear him as I once had, but embrace him. As I had, and so that idea came in 2004, uh, but I didn't do anything about it until 2008, and um, I was actually, you know, I was going to turn 60 in 2008, and I sat down with Cheryl and I said, "What if, what if, uh, what if I die and I haven't done this? How would I explain to God?" when it's become very obvious that my entire career has been preparing me for this moment. Oh, my, that that's not only, not only has he given me the skill set in photography, writing, speaking, right on down the line, but he's given me the idea, and he has supplied the money to do it with, what would I say to him? 
So it was out of that that we made the decision that uh, we're going to step forward. And at that moment, God showed us where we're, how we were going to do this. And I really didn't know what the images looked like. I had uh, all of them began as a message, not as an image of something we'd say something about. But here's a message I want to share. How will we depict that mm. in an image? You know, Jesus yeah. and a Nazi walking down a country road mm-hmm. um, uh, is is about forgiveness, mm-hmm. and and the the image brings you into the story. Now, what's Jesus doing with a Nazi mm. <laughs> carrying carrying yeah. a Jesus carrying the rifle in a backpack? What's this about? Well, and that and, and that's uh, a powerful image because you catch yourself short, like because of what Nazis represent, right? You, you, you kind of catch you, right? And you're like, whoa, that that's yeah. It, it, the that for the listeners, obviously, we can't show you the pictures or and the photos, but you can go to his website, journeyswiththemessiah.org, and look. But um, the one that really gripped me that I see myself in is the one um, called Quandary. And you have Jesus speaking to the rich young ruler, although he's a modern-day young rich man with his wife in the car, and there are two boys looking uh, it's a convertible Mustang, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, I I just see myself in that. I see myself in there every time. Because if I had a car like that even, <laughs> would I sell it and give it to the poor? So um, yeah. I, I, I don't, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a, 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 a great image. Uh, let me tell you, first of all, that all of this was created in, in a, town called Matera, Italy, yes. which looks as much as we would imagine first century Jerusalem looking. And what we were doing is taking a first century Christ figure, putting him against the backdrop of the first century, and then bringing the 20th and 21st century back to him. So it's mm-hmm. not Jesus in the modern day, it's right. Jesus in the first century in which the modern day has been brought back to him. Right. And um, so that that Mustang is not a Mustang. No, it's We're a Ferrari. Yeah, Dave, Dave, Dave I know, it's Dave just corrected I know, he just corrected me. He's like, Reb, he whispered, it's a Ferrari. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not the car person. Yeah, so we have first century Jesus, a 21st century man with a 21st century car and a 21st century babe sitting in the car, yeah. and then two, two young first century kids wild by the car, but but the story of the rich young, young ruler is not only a story about money, it's a, it's a story about what, what are the stumbling blocks in life mm-hmm. that keep us from pursuing the things we really want to pursue. People get stuck in jobs because they get stuck to the money. Yes. And they say, well, I always dreamed of doing this, but now I've got so much debt, you know, I can't break away from that. And and the rich young ruler, he wanted to follow Jesus into eternity. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Jesus realized that his stumbling block was was his wealth, yes. you know, which, yeah. brought him, which brought him uh, comforts and conveniences. Yes. And that's what happens to us. And so Jesus talked more about money than heaven and hell because he knew that money and possessions would be the stumbling blocks 
that would keep us from pursuing our dreams and especially mm. pursuing a relationship with him. Yes. Do you have a, a photo that, I mean, that's a hard question to ask maybe, but that, that speaks the most to you, Michael? Uh, well, that's, that's, a, that's a great question. Uh, different photos at different times, it's, it's almost like these are scriptures to me. Yes. And so uh, uh, one of my favorite photos, of course, was the, uh, was the uh, businessman, you know, with his head in Jesus' lap yes. and his briefcase is yes. open, Louis Vuitton briefcase yeah. is open, and, <laughs> and papers are flying out. But when you pull the image up and you look closely, at one of the papers, it says bankrupt. Yes, yeah. I noticed. That. I just, I just so, see that here. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you realize he is he is bankrupt. How is he bankrupt? Is he bankrupt financially? Is he bankrupt morally, spiritually? Mm-hmm. Um, and we we can become all of those things. A lot of times, money will bankrupt us in all areas. Mm-hmm. And so he is finding rest. Um, in in Jesus, uh, you know, in the arms of Jesus, and that's uh, but, and and it's called rest for the weary, and it makes us called, think of yeah. of the Matthew eleven verses to come to Him, um, right when we're uh, weary and burdened. An, an image I'm excited about right now is is the winning hand, which is the image of guys in tuxedos sitting around a table playing poker. Uh, but one of the guys is not in a tuxedo. He's first century. Yes. And that's the one that the girl's with. Yes. And uh, uh, I have fun with that because, uh, you know, he turns out to be the prodigal son who's away blowing dad's money. Oh. But you have you have Jesus, you know, standing over one of the guy's shoulders. And, the, and I, the idea was we don't get to choose the cards we're dealt in life. We get to choose how to play them, and if we're not consulting with Jesus as to how to play them, that's when we begin gambling in our lives. That's amazing. Uh, there's, there's. Uh, I mean, each one, Michael, that you, because we are winding down as Dave's given me the signal, um, each one, I'm just telling the listeners, if you have the chance, um, they, it's... It's not readily available in bookstores here, I don't think. I actually, when I ordered mine, I ordered them directly from you, Michael, right? So, um, but if you go on um, the website we've already mentioned, journeyswiththemessiah.org, and and um, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do the big plug as we do wind down, Michael, just to go. This is one of those things that uh, we are on a podcast. This is verbal, and it just doesn't do it justice. But it has been a pleasure to hear you speak to, you know, where those pictures come from, but also just you know, in a sense. Uh, the uh, the story behind the story a little bit as as you shared with us and and you picked a, a couple of my favorites certainly the one with the Ferrari in it uh, <laughs> was is one is one of mine where you're going okay um yeah what 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 are the things that I hold on to much more than Jesus right what are the things that uh, have in a sense um you know I've uh, I've given more honor to than him uh, and and how does that play out in my own life so it's 
quite it is it is we can just say it's a very powerful it's mm-hmm. powerful imagery what you've done and i'm grateful for you for you that you said at the age of 60 you were going to do it so thank you michael we're just down to the last little minute so i'm just going to pray and um mm-hmm. thank you michael for coming today oh what a pleasure thank you for allowing me to share All right. Well, Father, we thank you this day. We thank you for Michael. We thank you for his journey. We thank you for how you prepared him for even this project and maybe others to come yet ahead in his life. Lord, we thank you that for the messages of these photos and how your Holy Spirit uses them to speak to our hearts. And I know I'm not the only person who would say that when they see these photos. Lord, we thank you for creative people. We thank you for your creativity poured out. And for the listeners today, those of you who are listening, um, um, if you're struggling uh, call out to the Lord, mm-hmm. as Michael told us he he did in that in his journey, and just uh, see where the Lord will take you. And uh, thanks for listening today. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things just in in housekeeping close up. So if you need to hear the podcast, um, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, for sure they're there, and you don't need any special equipment. Just hit play and you'll listen in um of course you can get it on your uh your own podcasting platform right into your your special devices and um i'm going to encourage you to go to journeyswiththemessiah.org and have a look at the scenes there and uh order the book and give it as a gift and and just enjoy it and allow the lord to speak through you thanks again michael for being with us my pleasure thank you and the rest of you join us next week when we talk money Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.